What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to a very special episode of the Three Down Nation podcast on top of our regular show on Wednesday with myself, Justin Dunk, and J.C. Abbott. Three Down Nation was also at Trevor Harris's introductory press conference on Wednesday. The following is the interview he gave with the local media in Regina at Mosaic Stadium discussing what it means to him to be playing in the heartland. Please enjoy this interview with Trevor Harris. It is. It's uh, it's shocking. Obviously, you know, to see the new colors and uh, becomes official, and you know, becomes a real life situation. And uh, just to be, you know, fully transparent, I told my wife 2015 uh, when I was playing for Toronto. I said uh, I'd love to be the quarterback for the Riders someday. And so this is a uh, a dream come true, and something that uh, I've always wanted. You know, and you long for uh, when you come in the league. You invite the the high expectations, the pressure, and, and those sorts of things. So I uh, couldn't be more elated to be here. And uh, I'll never take for granted being able to be the quarterback of this, of this franchise. And so I truly look forward to the challenge and, uh, and the work ahead. You told us yesterday that uh, the decision-making process was pretty quick into the negotiation window. Was it the same situation for you? Yes. It's uh, something that I wanted to do early in the negotiation window because, uh, one, uh, I'm a person that, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian man at heart. Uh, it's my faith is my number one thing. And um, a lot of times I feel like the Holy Spirit's our gut feeling, our gut instinct. And I wanted to trust that early gut instinct and not second guess myself. And so early in that window, uh, after talking to, you know, a couple, um, you know, situations and, and laying things out and uh, praying about it with my wife, it was easy decision. We, we made the call on, uh, on Sunday night and uh, let uh, Danny uh, know over in Montreal, and I wanted to be involved in helping to recruit guys here uh, because this isn't a uh, this is not a three year project. This is something that we want to come in and uh, we want to hit the ground running and, and win now. Trevor, can you just talk about what was going on in Montreal and how big of an impact that played in your decision to leave there? Yeah, it's it's tough to speak on past things, obviously, because ultimately they don't matter. Um, but. Never was I looking to leave early on. Never did I expect to leave. But uh, I've learned one thing in pro sports is you never uh, assume anything. And as this situation kind of unfolded and uh, it got to the point where it was, I promised myself that I would uh, listen to other teams and see what was going on, see what else is out there and see what opportunities presented itself. And uh, yeah, I'm thankful that, that God uh, ordained the things the way that they did because I couldn't be more elated to be here. Jake Winicky come join you as well. Uh, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, Jake has been uh, a guy, he, he talked about this uh, early on in the process too. He's like, I, could just, I would just love to go to Sask. And 
uh, in the free agency process. I was like, oh, that's great, man. You know, obviously want what's best for you. And uh, so when the opportunity presented itself for him and I to be teammates, uh, it was one of the first calls I made and said, let's go do this, man. And because I feel like Jake is a, is a wide receiver one in this league. And uh, last year was asked in our offense to do things that, um, you know, weren't route running. And, uh, you know, for him to be in a situation where he can go out there and run routes. And he's one of the best route runners I've been around. Uh, one of the smartest receivers I've ever been around. And uh, to watch him be able to work uh, in man coverage, be able to find spots and zones, uh, reminds me a lot of Brad Sinopoli and uh, somebody that I was familiar with really quickly. And I uh, really look forward to watching Jake this year. You really expand, uh, you know, his game and things that he can do and show his strengths. Trevor, why did you choose this cash when you said it was a dream come true? But what stood out to you about coming here and playing for the Rodgers? So when I talked to, to Jeremy on the uh, opening day of the negotiation window, we kind of just talked through what, what his plans were, what his vision was, and uh, just listening to uh, his demeanor and the way that he saw things, um, and then talking to Coach Craig uh, as well, listening to the way that he likes to build his culture, the way that uh, he treats the players, and how he sees uh, this locker room you know, coming together and how you win football games. Um, I thought that aligned with a lot of my values. And so through that process, I didn't really say too much on the phone with, uh, you know, with, with how quickly I wanted to make my decision, but it was uh, just through their leadership and the way that they presented what they feel is important for organizations to win football games. Um, it became very clear to me that this was the place for me to be. You got way back when, when you said you were wrong and you thought about playing with Saskatchewan in the future. Why, 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 did that, why was that decision you It was a really surface level uh, thing, but it was, it, you just feel how important football is here. And as an athlete, you want to be a part of you know, situations where football is important and you know, things mean a lot to people. And you want to be able to bring joy uh, to people and be able to impact people. And um, ultimately, this stage for me is about glorifying Jesus Christ. and. Um, so that if I can, you know, bring glory to him and love others and, you know, just bring smiles to their faces through anything that I can do on the football field, impact the community. And I'm only I'm a small town guy as well. And so I thought it really fit a lot with me, you know, like a, a blue collar type of uh, workman's mentality. I just feel like it was a, uh, a great fit for me. But that was a surface level thing. But as I get closer and closer to it, I realize it was even better fit than I thought. Did it have anything to do with the fact that you came here that year and won 42-40 and threw bunch of touchdown passes and saw not only what was going on here firsthand, but had a great experience as well? Um, I mean, that year, the, the fans weren't as nice to me. They were, they were rude to me, but um, it was, uh, the, the environment was electric. And that's what you want to see. And I mean, I remember very vividly in 2018, I played for Ottawa. Uh, they shut the lights off uh, before the, they played Bring Them Out and everybody's lights were off. And I don't know if they put their phone lights on or if they had green glow sticks or something. And I mean, I got the chills thinking about it. And I was like, this is, this is it, man. This is awesome. This is the heartland of Canada and a place that would be really, really cool to have that environment. Um, and, you know, it got me fired up uh, to play that night. And so, um, you know, all that things coupled, those are just surface level things. The things that are most important to me are building the relationships in the locker room. Uh, making sure that, you know, you have alignment um, from, you know, the president down. And I feel that we do have that. And I feel like it's a first-class organization through and through getting a tour of the facilities today. Um, couldn't have been uh, more pleased to get to spend time with Mr. Craig Reynolds, uh, Jeremy, and, and Coach Craig. And so this has just been a, a dream come true for my family and I. And uh, we're just elated, elated to be here. And uh, the way that this has been has just been incredible.
You're a veteran of free agency. Uh, I believe it's the third time you signed with a new team in the CFL. But did those prior two experiences when you signed with Ottawa and Edmonton, did those help you out uh, this offseason? It, it let me know that change isn't uh, as scary uh, as, as you know you get out to be because a lot of times people go toward comfort. And uh, the one in 2018 was kind of taken out of my hands. Um, you know, they, it was just a quick deal where they just said they were going to move on. And so uh, it was just a situation where there was a couple opportunities that presented itself. And honestly, uh, to be fully transparent, I almost came here in 2019. And uh, it just didn't end up working out for whatever reason. And then, uh, you know, obviously when I left uh, Edmonton really wasn't um, my choice. It was just a situation that was going on that year. And, um, and then last year, uh, it was the only team that really was in um, just because of, uh, you know, certain times when you're a franchise guy for a while and uh, you're brought in as a backup. It's certain uh, situations where people may not, you know, see that as enticing or think your price tag's too high or whatever it would be. And yeah, so uh, last year, those were all very different. But this year was uh, a situation where I got to make a decision what I felt was best for me. And uh, for that, I'm, I'm grateful. And uh, like I said, I'll never take for granted the fact that I get to be the quarterback of this organization and uh, won't take it for granted for one second and one day. Uh, they're going to get every every ounce of effort and energy I have in terms of developing the relationships, getting everybody to pull in the same direction. And uh, we're going to we're going to be winning some football games this year. Have you had any conversations with offensive coordinator Kelly Jeffries? Yeah, yeah, I've had a couple of long conversations with him, and uh, we'll be in touch here shortly, talking some ball, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear him out. What's it like <laughs> to kind of be, be a little bit reunited with Kelly Jeffries because he was supposed to be the quarterbacks coach for 2020 in Edmonton there? So yeah. Before that season, was there any conversation? Yeah, we uh, we were part of some Zoom meetings together in that off season, you know, talking through uh, the things that. Uh, one of my mentors, Scott Milanovic, was going to be the head coach there, and the things that he wanted to do um, that I felt felt was going to be ahead of the the times uh, in this league. And so, um, being able to kind of talk through some things that we were going to do that year, uh, bouncing ideas off of one another here, just in the short term. But uh, I know that we'll get into the weeds of things um, about the things that he sees and the vision that he sees for this offense. But Ryder fans really want to know: Are you are you going to win football games this year? I, I mean. Uh, maybe get your thoughts about uh, the season ahead and uh, what's it going to take to uh, get wins on the field? Yeah, um, I've never been in the business of promising wins. Uh, I can promise you that they're going to get a team that's united, that uh, that loves one another, uh, that's giving all-out effort, and we're going to have a culture of, of loving one another, a good brotherhood, and making sure that we're given everything that we do. But, uh, yeah, the goal is to make sure that this organization, uh, this province, this fan base is proud of this team on opening day on Labor Day and the Banjo Bowl, and most importantly, that third Sunday in November. We both know that Craig and Jeremy are on <coughs> one-year deals. You signed a multi-year deal. Did that come into your thought process any of coming a new deal? No, because I feel like if you, if you trust the process, uh, instead of thinking about you know the end goal, um, I feel like those things will take care of themselves. And uh, I believe in those guys. I believe in Coach Craig. I believe in Jeremy. I believe in Craig Reynolds. And uh, I think that... Uh, my, my vision is that we're here for a long time together and uh, we can create um, a lot of uh, great memories here in the prairies and uh, get this fan base rejuvenated. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I feel like uh, hopefully we get a lot of ticket sales going for these fans because uh, we want to go out there and put on a show for them. But uh, we don't ever want to lose sight of what the process of that is because you don't just go out there and just say we're gonna, we want to win football games and it happens. You have to have a process and, and a system to believe in 
and go through it one day at a time and understand that it's about the aggregate of marginal gains and it's about who you're becoming in the process and what type of team we're becoming in the process and all of those things the common denominator is the process it's not about any sort of outcome if you surrender the outcome and just focus on the day-to-day -day work that's where the true magic can happen you also know the offensive line had some struggles last year did you look at and study that and is that what do you think maybe they can address or can you have any input into that or yeah there's uh i think there's a lot of things that go into um football in general and we could probably talk for hours maybe we will someday over coffee um it's there's a lot of things that go into uh you know quarterbacks getting hit sometimes quarterback can hold on the ball too long sometimes the offensive line has a miscue sometimes they get beat sometimes the receivers are covered up and those are called coverage sacks and so dbs can cover things up and you got to get through to your fourth read and sometimes uh, it's tough to hold up now you know there's some good defensive linemen in this league and so it's my job and duty to make sure that i'm getting the ball out of my hands quickly uh, making quick decisions uh, being efficient with the football moving the chain staying on the field giving our defense a break so that we can give uh, uh, Lanier, or, uh, Lanier and uh, Robert, Pete Robertson, those guys, the, the rest that they need so they can go out and pin their ears back and get us the ball back, and then we can be leading the league in sacks. How do you spell Kelsey Royce's name? Kaylee, K-A-L-I-E, just like Katie but with an L. Mm -hmm. uh, I have two kids. Uh, one's a six-year-old boy, uh, just turned six about two weeks ago. I have a two-year-old that turns three uh, March 3rd. And then we've got one on the way. Uh, she's about five months pregnant now, six months pregnant now. So uh, she'll be due at the uh, end of May. Uh, oldest one is TJ. His name's Trenton, but Trenton James, and so we call him TJ. And the uh, youngest is uh, Trace. TJ and Trace. Are you planning to move here with them? Yes, they're going to be. They're going to be coming up with me for the season. Were there many stories told, especially during the free agent period, about how intense your workouts are? Uh, and some people have even drawn parallels to the Tom Brady regiment. Is it that crazy, or what can you tell me about your uh, routine? It's, uh, I would say the intensity is different from when I was 23 or 24, but the, uh, the intention is really what's, what's been the most uh, important thing for me. Is it's changed you know, in terms of you know, the pre-tissue the pre work, the uh, tissue work during the workouts, you know, the making sure that you're lengthening and softening the muscle tissue. Uh, after your workouts so that you can stay pliable. A lot of times, I guess the best way to describe it is if you see an eight-year-old kid fall down, they just get up and run, and they're fine. But uh, the order you get, you fall down, you oh, get up, and even when you stand up from a chair, but uh, it's because your muscles can lose the pliability, and that's something that Tom Brady has kind of uh, really popularized, I guess. And a few years back, I just thought uh, I might as well you know, spend some resources figuring out what this guy is doing because he's know, he knows something. And uh, I wanted to be able to extend the prime years of my life uh, in terms of playing football. And I just never wanted uh, physical deterioration to be why I stopped playing this game. I always wanted it to be because I didn't want to do it anymore. And uh, so that's really been my vision with that is just trying to make sure that I can stay in my prime for long enough to where uh, the desire to play the game goes away before my physical deterioration. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very meticulous, I would say, and maybe not as intense, but the number, you maybe do two or even three workouts a day sometimes, but it doesn't necessarily mean like you're grinding yourself to a pulp every workout. So 45 is your goal? <laughs> <laughs> One year at a time. Uh, you just never know where, where God has you in, uh, in his plans and what he has for you. But uh, one year at a time. But uh, to be honest with you, I don't see an end in sight. And I think, you know, I've said, you know, the best, I feel like my best years are directly ahead of me. But 
Uh, if you don't feel that way, uh, what type of athlete are you? If you don't feel like you're getting better, if you're staying neutral or getting worse, how is that enticing for a team to bring you in? Or how can you move the needle? And ultimately, as a quarterback, you want to make sure you're moving the needle for an organization. And uh, for you to do that, you've got to be constantly improving. Have you, uh, have you had a chance to talk to some of the new signings, Breskison, Bain Jr., and some of the guys who are going to be throwing to the ball? Yeah. Yep, I've, uh, I've been in touch with uh, almost, I think there's only been one guy uh, I haven't got a hold of yet, and I plan on messaging him tonight, defensive lineman. But uh, I've tried to reach out to as many guys as I can, uh, but I always try and be intentional with it. I don't want to just say, hey, this is Trevor, lock my number in. I want to make sure that I kind of talk to them and get to know them as best I can. So I'll be calling the guys throughout the next few weeks because uh, that's the most important thing to me is make sure we're developing those relationships and uh, knowing that we care about one another. What do you think? As a quarterback, going to a new spot, new weapons to really start that relationship building early and before training camp. Yeah, I think you said it. It's, uh, I think it's probably the most vital thing and most underrated thing is relationships. Because uh, once you know that somebody cares about you more, they become, that's what family is, is, is you care about each other at a high level. And you'll go further and longer uh, with your effort and your intentions and the things that you want to do to help each other succeed because you're family. And so the better relationships you can build, uh, the more you want to do for that person, uh, the more they want to do for you. And I feel like once we continue to build these relationships, that's when we can really get that magic to happen. What do you think of the situation that you're here and Cody Fajardo's in Montreal? Is that a sense of a CFL moment that we swap quarterbacks? Yeah, it's like a, just like a quarterback swap, almost like a trade. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a high amount of respect for Cody. Um, he's a great, great human being. Uh, he's really, uh, you know, caught the league on fire, you know, in 2019. And, um, it's been awesome watching his career blossom and uh, couldn't be happier for him that he gets to uh, go to Montreal. It's a great organization with people uh, from Danny Machocha down. Those guys are amazing. And uh, even Mario, uh, the uh, president there, just tremendous, tremendous people. And uh, they'll take good care of Cody. And uh, I think he's going to do great things there as well. And uh, like I said, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Cody. He's just a truly a good man, a man of God as well. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.